listening to Ants Talk. Today we have a very special guest, a girl who not only helps us endlessly with getting this podcast together, not only a production whiz, but also a very talented musician. Matira is a musician based right here in Adelaide. Her first EP was released in 2017 with the title single Watch the Stars, Can You Hear Me? She has worked with several artists doing vocal and writing features while releasing her own singles. We Are Falling, which was released in 2018, was her music debut with a video which reached number 14 in the Fresh FM 92.7 Top 92 Countdown Songs of the Year. Just recently, she teamed up with Uberjack, where their single Making It to the Top 50 in the EDM charts and climbing. Right now, she's in the studio recording her very own full-length album. Thanks for joining me today, Mattia. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm very well. Oh, that's good. Thanks for coming oh, by I'm and so doing happy this. To be here. <laughs> well, you do enough work on it, so yeah. it's your turn. It's good to be on the other side of it now. <laughs> it isn't is it? indeed, indeed. <laughs> so tell me, like, tell me how more about your music. Like, how did you come to love music? I've just, it's, I, I mean, to put it simply, like, it's always been a part of my life even growing up I was listening to my dad's old blues records and dancing around the house and then um we had kind of an old untuned piano that I kind of self-taught on that and then yeah it's just always been around me always that was actually my next question I actually heard that you're self-taught yeah. I think that's actually amazing oh thanks yeah so how did what how did you self-teach yourself yeah. <laughs> I don't know I mean I so just, were you listening to tunes and then sort of mimicking the sounds yeah I mean I guess so I, I loved I just loved that instrument the piano like yeah. as just being around it and um just uh, teaching myself the sounds and the, the tones and all that mm. kind of stuff and then yeah as I got older kind of relating that back to the songs that I listened to um like I said I grew up listening to a lot of blues and rock and kind of mimicking those sounds with my instruments which I then went on to learn guitar which I had a few lessons in high school but most of it was that was self-taught as well so and so the piano was the first instrument yeah I started off with piano yeah and how old were you when you started oh god probably like six seven (laughs) yeah since I can remember I've always always loved always loved the piano can you read music I I can but I it's harder for me to to do it that way I, I learn by ear so yeah. I'll hear something and I'll I'll interpret it that way I can sit down with the sheet music and slowly work it out but yeah I, I prefer the other way okay yeah. cool and what was the first song you ever wrote oh wow <laughs> <laughs> that's going back I didn't I didn't start I've always written like melodies and and things but I never properly started writing I reckon until I was like 14 15 I reckon it was a song called, um, it was like called like We Are or something like that. And it was on guitar. And it was the first time that I'd, I'd played something and I was like, oh, I can, this is cool. Like, cause I always grew up playing covers and, mm-hmm. and trying to play bands that I loved and like playing their songs and being able to create my own melody and chords on an instrument. I was like, yeah, this is cool. That's so <laughs> I want to cool. keep doing this. Yeah. Um, and what's your favourite style of music? Who are your influences? Definitely more of the rock alternative kind of world. I, um, I mean, I grew, up to lis- I grew up listening to bands like Nirvana, Led Zeppelin, all that kind of stuff. But um, I think the ones that have the most influence on me was like 
as I got into my teens listening to bands like Evanescence, oh. um, Paramore. Funny enough you say that because yeah. your voice actually reminds me of Oh, her yeah. So well, much. she's my, I mean, she's my reason for <laughs> becoming a singer. Yeah, um, she's amazing. Yeah, I, I literally learned to sing by listening to Amy Lee from Evanescence, Hayley from Paramore, and just copying what they do. And yeah, like learning how to project and do all that kind of stuff. But yeah, she's my main influence, I'd say. Yeah, she's for brilliant. Sure. I love her too. I love her so much. Lost here looking for a sign Down a road that I cannot find It's easy just to walk away So we both do work on Fresh 92.7. Yes. Um, Tell us about your work. Tell the listeners. So I am the production manager at Fresh. I um, I voice the ads. I I edit, create all the promos, stuff that you hear on the air. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so basically if you ever listen to the station, you will hear her voice all over it. The Fresh (laughs) 92.7. Basically every little squeeze, every little... Drop in is her voice. Yeah, so and then me doing news traffic. <laughs> traffic. That's the best part. I it love, is. I love listening to you. At on least the radio. it's live. Yes, it's so good. I couldn't do it. I think that would give me anxiety to do it live. Yeah, it I is, like it in my is. little booth, and I can kind of record separately. Yeah, I wish I could pre-record. <laughs> yeah, it would be sometimes. hard to do it live. It is. I it completely is. agree. The nerves really do kick it in. It would be hard. Yeah. Um, what are your dreams and goals for your music career? Oh so much (laughs) I've just I've always just wanted to be up on stage always always um but it's not until more recently in my in my like later years in writing and and stuff like that that I've I really just want to write songs that connect with people Mm. and you know my dream one day is to be up on stage and have people singing back my words and having it connect to them the way that it's connected to me and there's nothing better to me than writing something that someone else can hear and they're like oh yeah I'm going through that too yeah yeah definitely yeah funny enough that was some advice that I got when I was very young I was actually working in a shop yeah um and it's it's a weird situation because years later Mm. I then went on to do this woman's makeup yeah yeah um so basically Christine Anu came into the store yeah and she was shopping and I was sort of showing her around and stuff like that yeah and I said to her because I I myself wanted to be a singer back then and I sort of said I "I really want to be a singer (laughs) and she sort of said to me well basically you might as well not do it unless you write your own music. Wow. And that was one of the biggest tips I took with me. And I've realized, especially now, especially now because of technology and, and stuff, yeah. you really are not going to make money unless you do write your own music. The importance of it is is almost ignored by people these days, especially yeah. up and coming. They yeah. just want to do it for the fame. Yeah. I mean, I've recently just taught a songwriting class. And um, in that class, I kind of went through and was like, there there are so many different types of songwriters as well. Mm. Like you can write just for the industry, you can just be a lyricist, um, you can write your own stuff. There's there's plenty of different ways you can go around it, but you're right. Like I feel 
having a connection to your music and writing your own stuff is super important. What's that lady's name? Is it Diane Warren? Diane Warren. She's literally written almost every famous song out Yeah, there. and there's like, I mean, a huge example is like Sia. Yeah. Like she has written for oh, she's done everyone, well. but you wouldn't know no. because she is behind the scenes, but she's also her own artist, which, and she's super talented, which I love, but there's people like Max Martin as well, who wrote Hit Me Baby One More Time, mm. but you know, that's not, he's not like, his name's not plastered over that, but you know, he would have made <laughs> lots of money from that. She's actually a great example. Because, yeah, she's um, great. You know, she's done stuff now with Rihanna. She wrote um, Diamonds. Yeah. She's written stuff for Beyonce, Taylor Swift. And like, her voice alone is... She's great, yeah. I actually... I want to be her best friend. Yeah, same. I really do. <laughs> Can we make that happen? <laughs> well, I have met her mum once. <laughs> well, she's an Adelaide girl. I used to work for the skincare brand she <laughs> used. <laughs> Let's make it happen. Um, wh- who do you think your listeners are? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. I, you know what? I'm still... I'm in this world at the moment where I'm like... I kind of went through a, a bit of a thing last year where... I was releasing and making music. I'll never release anything that I don't believe in and that, you know, my heart doesn't go into. But, you know, my questions were like, oh, if I make it this way, will these people hear it? And am I focusing more towards this audience? And I wasn't sure, but, yeah, I'm not sure because I've had people who are, like, you know, all ages say they've listened to my stuff and I think that's cool. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't really have like a oh I only want to make it for these people like I think music is a universal language and So I've noticed with your music you do like a ballad. <laughs> oh, I love a good ballad. I'm all about that life. Yeah, and I mean um and I think your voice suits beautifully to it. But then again, I've heard with some of your clay labs you mm. it's a little bit different it's it's more in a yeah. different zone altogether. So your voice is very Yeah. I mean, unique. I've done like I've done features with like hip hop people. I've done features for EDM. I've done features for more alternative songs. And um, I found as well doing those features that I guess I, I don't change the way I sing, but you go about it differently. So in my like feature that I did on a kind of a more R&B track, you know, I I'd, I'd changed it to like more of a pop style vocal. And mm. um, yeah, so th- there's different things you can do. But I mean, the funny thing is, is that the stuff that I've put out is not even a taste of what I can do. Yeah. They're so like that's why I'm so excited for my album because I'm finally making stuff how I want to make it and how I want people to hear me and my sound. That's so, so exciting. Yeah, I'm so excited. Um, it's funny enough, like maybe that also helps with coming from what you do here at the radio station because with some of even the voice stuff you're doing, you're having to alter the voice. Yeah. For what you know, for whatever yeah. you're actually doing. Yeah. And therefore, that also extends to your music. And yeah. Your sound. Well, I mean, I'm a. I mean, I, I've studied, I'm qualified in uh, audio engineering. So oh, yeah. um, that's that's helpful in my background to, you know, understand tones and in, inflections and how voicing and like, you know, male, female, how that kind of works. So yeah, at Fresh, it's, it's something I have to do daily. Mm. Yeah. Um, and listeners, while you're actually listening to this interview, you <laughs> are going to be hearing some songs that are going to be featured yes. throughout. Lucky you. Yes, yeah. Um, what style of music do you hate? <laughs> I will, like, I will always say like, if it's a good song, it's a good song, but I, it's not the style that I hate. I just, I hate it when people do it for the wrong reasons. Yeah. It kills me. Like, it's, 
yeah it's you can just tell you can tell when someone's put a song out just for the hell of it and you know what if you're doing it to make money and that's your like goal then cool do that Mm. but don't market it as this song means so much to me this and this because there's actual people out there who put everything into their music and don't get heard so yeah as for style though i mean i don't really listen to like that kind of mumble rap stuff you know that kind of oh i can't really i can't i don't get it i I mean enunciate (laughs) you know what it is with me like I get, there are some amazing rappers and I, and, and I love that they can, the reason I love it is mm. because I can actually understand what they're saying. But that's the thing. And like, that's I the beauty like, of it. Yeah, it's, it's the taking words. away from the amazing people out there who are amazing at that style. And I feel like, yeah, that mumble stuff, I, I don't get it. I'm, I, <laughs> I actually, try. I'm I've not tried. really a big fan of the female rappers either. No? Like, yeah, no. Like Nicki Minaj or yeah, that kind no. of stuff. Well, I just find, I, for some reason... They sound like computers to me. Yeah. You know, it's so like... And that's so what like, I think is annoying. But the thing is, though, like, Nicki, she had some great stuff in the beginning. Yeah, Like, she really did. raw and, like, you know, showing her vibe and all that kind of stuff. But it's the industry, you know? Well, the worst thing about the industry, too, I was just about to mention, is someone like Cardi B, who... Mm. I wouldn't even, couldn't even tell you one of her songs, but no. she annoys the crap out of me. But you know what, like... It's all, it's all fake. It's all fake. Like they literally, they pull these people off the street and or they, a strip club, yeah. yep. And they, they <laughs> go, you need to be like this in order to get, to make it basically. Mm. And they're not allowed to do anything outside that bubble, which is that it's a very scary place when you think about it. And I mean, I've dealt with that just in my small, tiny success that I've had in the industry of people being like, if you want to be on this, only sing like this. If you want to be on this, don't write something like that. And at the time I've been like, okay, do I need to do this to like get my foot in the door? I'm at this point now where I'm like, can I swear? Of course you can. (laughs) Fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) I want to make, if I want to write songs the way I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. And you know what? If it's not commercial, fine. But I know there's people out there that will listen to it and hear it for what it is. And I'm okay with that now. Can you just imagine what could be? I think that's the sad thing about the industry these days is that it, it's just become monetized. It's basically so everyone much. is so a much. cardboard cut out of each other. Yeah, there's, there's very no personality. No, you, you see like all these um, like there's certain people in this industry now, and it's quite sad because I know that they have a lot to say and they're so talented, but they're being told like you can only do that if you look like this, mm. or if you sing like this, or if you only release 
it this way change your ideas to fit this mold and like yes I understand commercialism and trying to get radio play and all that kind of stuff but I don't know but see then you've got things like The Voice or um, those TV shows where you have these ridiculously talented people And they turn around and they're shocked at who they're looking at purely because that's not the norm. Yeah. These people do look different yeah. and they're not the yeah. couple cut out. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I mean, you will see them sort of succeed a little on the show, but then it seems to take a sway with sway and all of a sudden they're back to looking for the cardboard cutout. Look, everyone, do you know how many times people ask me, oh, why aren't you going on The Voice? Like this and that. And the thing is, I don't believe in those shows because... Mm. Tell me one person from The Voice that has been successful. Yeah. Like, they use them, they take advantage of them for for the show. And they take them on there, they feed them all this shit of, like, we're going to, like, support you and you've, you've got it, you've got to make it. Like, you've got this, you've got an amazing voice, which they all do. But, you know, how many of them sing originals on that show? Yeah. It's all covers. How many of them actually go on to get record deals and tour Australia? Like, yeah, they might do a little bit after the show for, like, post-promo, but after that, that's it. And the majority of the time, the voice as such is still earning that money because exactly. they've been under contract. It's, yeah. And, like, look, it's good exposure. Like, you know, that's probably a lot of the reasons why a lot of those artists go on there is it's like, hey, like, get me on TV. But, you know, it's... Nah. I think I a good example is um, this year that Jack Vigeon coming back. Oh, yeah. And telling his story yeah. about his, his whole journey with yeah. the show. And it didn't sound great. Because what was he on? Australia's Got Talent? No, I think it was The Voice. Was it The Voice? Um, no, I think he was, might I think be it was right. The Talent Show. Yeah. And, I mean, look, he, he they can you imagine what they would have done to him, being yeah. such a young kid as well, with that voice? They would have exploded the hell out of yeah. him. Yeah, and he said, I mean, he basically said that he moved to LA just to get away from people, basically. Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't surprise um, me. I mean, there, it didn't sound like there were any sort of, you know, opportunities, or, nah. you know. He was basically, yeah. I think, fleeing, really, to yeah. get away from the situation he was in. Because it's, like I said, it's, it's a very... It's a very scary place, this music industry, and like just the tiny, like I said, the tiny taste that I've had of it. It's it's very kind of, it's daunting, but you know, you kind of have to be in it if you want this dream, you know. Yeah, that's it. But I always say, just stay true to yourself. Well, I think that's important, especially with music, because I mean, funny enough, I was talking to a taxi driver, no Uber driver, <laughs> the other day of yeah. all people, and he was an Indian guy. And he was telling me that, because I was coming in here to mm, Fresh, yeah. and he was like, oh, you're going to Fresh. Oh, it's funny. A lot of the kids will get into the Uber and all of a sudden just start changing the radio station really? to Fresh. Yeah, cool. And I went, oh, that's cool. But then I was like, hang on, what? They're just changing it without asking you. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's really rude. Mm. But he said, we started talking and he just said that, you know, music is so funny these days because even though he does like a lot of the, the modern music and he even listens to Fresh himself, yeah. he found himself a lot of the time going back and listening to his traditional music of where he comes from. Yeah. He said because it's it's the beauty of the music. And Absolutely. I said it's funnier because, you know, you think about someone even from 10 years ago or a song from 10 years ago, you're like, yeah. Where if you can, you know, we can talk about, you know, such amazing bands as the Beatles, the yeah. Rolling Stones, yeah. the Whitney Houstons, yeah. all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Things that will be remembered 
for eternity, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's amazing the difference in the quality of music back then. Oh, wow. Like, just from, a, like, an audio engineer perspective, like, the quality of production is... It's not to say it's worse or, or better, but it's so different. Yeah. Like, you listen to a, you know, a pop song on the radio now, like, just loudness alone, it's so, like, compressed and in your face and, like, everything's competing, but... You listen to a Beatles song, they actually recorded in mono and mm. they use, um, like, they panned their songs quite differently now. So, like, if you listen in headphones, their guitars are only in the left yeah, and the yeah. vocals are only in the right. And I think there's something magical about that because, yeah, like, it's just a whole, um, it's like a different playing field. Real cool. So no, like we, we were just touched on the subject, but you teach music production as well as songwriting. Tell us more about that. Yeah, so I mean, I I've been kind of um, teaching through Fresh for a few years. I I bring on interns at Fresh and teach them audio production and give them opportunities to further their skills um, in the radio world, but you know also music, whatever that is. But yeah, um, there was an opportunity to run a production course through Fresh, which I um, worked really, really hard to get. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, I kind of, I developed my own curriculum and program and yeah, so now I teach people how to make their own music. Where do you find all the time? I don't. (laughs) I don't sleep. (laughs) And I was thinking about this the other day, actually. Um, And it's funny to me because, I mean, I'm late 20s and I actually haven't stopped since I was like 18. I haven't gone on a holiday. I haven't travelled. I haven't done anything because I have been working. <laughs> but I, that's and a like good hustling. thing. I mean, it is yeah. when something is your passion, yeah. you live it. Absolutely. I really and, believe that. You know, it's it means that I like don't have a social life, but that's fine. Like, you know, yeah, don't worry. There's not much yeah. happening out there anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm fine. I'm a cancer. I like to be at home in my studio, so it's fine. 
Um, and so tell us about the students that do the course. Yeah. Like, what, what, where do they want to go? What do they see themselves doing? What are their passions, their music styles? Yeah, I mean, I, already I've had so many different styles, ages, like everything. I've had 13-year-olds to 65-year-olds wow. come through and um, all different. Like, people, they they want to just learn how to make their own music. Some want to learn how to produce for other people. Some purely, like, they'll just be honest with me. They're like, I want to be famous. And I'm like, all right, well, you've got to start somewhere. Mm. Yeah, all different, all different. It's really cool to, like, take on all these different, I guess, projects with these people and help them get where they want to go and... Yeah. So it goes to show that it doesn't. You don't necessarily want to become a musician. You can do it for many other reasons. Yeah, yeah. There's so many things within that field that you can do. And you know, I always my, my best advice is to people that come to me with questions is like, you need to decide what you want to do. Yeah. Because then we can then we can focus in on that and do that. And you also have a YouTube channel. I believe. Oh yeah, yeah. Can you tell the people how <laughs> to find you on YouTube? Good question. <laughs> I don't know the exact URL, but just... I think it's Matia. Matia Music. Music. Yeah. yeah. That's usually... That's my handle across, like, Facebook, I Instagram. think you can even just type Matia in and it I'm comes I'm pretty sure up. it'll come yeah. up. Yeah. Um, how can the listeners find you? Um, well, I am, again, Facebook, Instagram, all that kind of stuff. Um, my song is on Spotify. Um, if you just type up Matia Music or just Matia on that, I believe. Um, iTunes, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. We share the same platforms. Yeah. <laughs> Sharing is caring. Exactly. <laughs> um, and I just wanted to thank you for coming on to the show. Oh, thanks for having thanks me. Thanks for having the chat. Oh, and everybody, listen to the music that's going to be sort of thread throughout this interview and enjoy and go check our girl out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thanks again. Thank you. Bye. Bye.